Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 16, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Hey, Ashley. I haven't talked to you in a while. Hi, Matt. I know. This- it's been ages, even though we just spent like, I don't know, five minutes, minutes talking yeah, whatever. before. Yeah, good. Yes. Take. But I would say not speaking, like literally speaking, because we've texted, but like not <laughs> yeah. speaking for an entire week, that might be the longest in like years three I didn't years know, maybe i mean we had uh, first of all i didn't know where that sentence was going i thought it was gonna be like it, it was a good thing no. which <laughs> it's like congratulations um but yeah i think like we had the week before where we didn't really talk that much either considering i was Strange. upstate and just had a really weird yeah. show schedule regardless yeah it's been it's been very sporadic and brief but here we are yeah yeah, but we are here. We are back We're together, here. better than ever. Heading into a very eventful weekend. <laughs> Your mileage may vary. Um, yeah. We will have a great episode of this week on Broadway over the weekend. Um, there's a lot of stuff to discuss, but of course, you can get all of the episodes for Broadway Radio at patreon.com slash broadway radio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon before you get them anywhere else. Um, but actually, let's get into the news. And the first one, you know how I love citing things from A, the New York Post, and B, page six. Oh, but- yeah. This one apparently is true because on, I guess that would be Wednesday evening, Nikki Gostin from Page Six reported that the much celebrated and ballyhooed understudy from Funny Girl, Julie Benko, has joined the cast of Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman's Broadway-bound musical Harmony. I couldn't get that word out. Um, <laughs> she, of course, has kind of risen to fame first as the um, understudy slash alternate to Beanie Feldstein in the role, then taking over in between the transition between Beanie and Leah Michelle, and now that Leah Michelle is out with COVID, she is back um, leading that production. I saw her um, in in that part, and it just I kind am. of makes sense that if they are looking for somebody to kind of be um, an uh, additional face to Harmony when it comes to Broadway, she would make sense. Um, she is joining the cast uh, in the role of Ruth. She will. Um, joined the Broadway vets who originated roles off-Broadway in Sierra Bagas and Chip Zion. And we don't know exactly yeah. when this is coming. Eventually. The vague but, eventually. Yeah, but we've all heard that, like, ever since it was off-Broadway, like, it's coming. Like, it, yeah. it, I, I have to admit, I did not think that it was going to be very well-received just because it's taken 25 years, literally, in between productions of the show. I didn't think that this had really had mm-hmm. any legs at all, uh, but apparently it does. Clearly yeah. needed some work in that and, you know, not having a lot of time to do it. Right, because Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman uh, have other things going on in their a lives. A little but, busy. Yeah, but going from... Um, one role of an early 20th century Jewish performer to another show about early 20th century or mid 20th century (laughs) Jewish performers. Um, Makes sense. Um, This is great. I thought she was really good as, as Fanny. And I I think this is a, just the beginning of a very exciting and prosperous career for her. I Uh, hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's really talented. I also think this is a really smart casting decision in general because she's so in the theatrical news cycle right now and has been, you know, like you said, in tandem with both Beanie and Alia, uh, you know, the name on everyone's lips right now is Julie Benko. <laughs> Yes, either her or Roxy. But yeah. she is she is very much the Hanson of Broadway right now because she's so hot right now. 
Sorry. It was good. I was taking was a sip a, of coffee, but that's a Zoolander it, reference. I, I appreciate it immensely. Okay, all right, good. I'm um, moving <laughs> on to more Broadway casting <laughs> news. Yep, and just gonna take a left turn at Albuquerque. Yeah, um, can't. Yeah. Yesterday, it was reported that three original company members from Come From Away will be rejoining the musical for its final weeks on Broadway. Jen Colella, who I just saw in the role of Beverly, Annette, and yeah. others uh, last time I was in town, she is coming back on uh, September 20th. She had left on August 7th. Rachel Tucker had taken over in the meantime, uh, but Colella is going to close the show. She is joining um, the cast alongside. <laughs> I hope that's the title of her eventual memoir. Colella is going to close the show. Yeah. Well, hey, it could work. Um, yeah. It could work. Um, Josh Breckenridge, who was the original dance captain and standby, will be taking over the role of Kevin J. Ali and others. And then um, on September 27th, uh, Petrina Bromley will return to the role of Bonnie and others after having taken in a hiatus um, in mid to late June. So Rad. very excited about that. Come From Away yeah, is going to totally. be playing its final performance at the Schoenfeld Theater on October 2nd. Um, just, God, such a such a great show. Such a, a good one. ball of energy and emotion and sentimentality that you know I love. So oh, yeah. I'm glad eat, that these folks... Oh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Somewhere between crying and yawning at all times, Matt Tamanini. Yes, that is me. That is my perpetual state of, <laughs> yeah. of life, um, yeah. often at the same time. Um, yeah. But yeah, so just uh, I can't wait um, for them to have this opportunity to close the show together. I wish it wasn't closing, but yeah, not my decision. Best way to do it. Yeah. Yep. Another great way to do it is to close your show after a absolutely extraordinary cast album has been released and yesterday we learned that the current Broadway revival of Into the Woods will finally be releasing its mm -hmm. cast album on September 30th digitally then on CD beginning on December 2nd and the thing that you know I'm waiting for on vinyl beginning on March 17th Obviously, of yeah. 2023. They had originally announced that this album would be coming at some point in September and so I think you uh, you knew this. My brother and niece went up to mm -hmm. New York over Labor Day weekend, and yes. they saw the final performance of the previous, the original cast, um, and fell in love with it. My brother fell in love with it. You know, they he's kind of new to musical theater, mainly because my niece mm -hmm. loves it. Not really exposed to Sondheim, but they absolutely loved it. And so they, he's been asking, like, when is the album coming out? I was like, oh, it's supposed to be in September. So my brother's been checking whatever Apple Music or whatever music service he uses every uh -huh. day in September to see if it happened, uh, if it had been released. And of course it hadn't. He didn't, yeah. I don't think, I didn't know that <laughs> or I would have told him only check on Fridays. It, it only yeah, happens sure. on Fridays. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but I sent him the link today saying when it was, uh, and he was like, damn it, I've been wasting time every day looking when they're not going to be there. <laughs> and even though they are saying, they're doing what they said and releasing it in September, he's really annoyed that it's happening on the 30th. Yeah, it's really um, the they really waited to the extreme last minute that they could have done. But yeah, not you know, a I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm just glad to get it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. The thing that excited me most, we will get back to about this yeah, at yeah. the end of the episode. We will get yes. back to it. So just hold your horses and and hold your wigs, folks. I can't. I can't. Because you're going to need it. off. Horse gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could use a wig. I, could, I don't even need a wig cap. <laughs> I've got two right here in my room next to me, if you'd like. Great. Lovely. I'll send it your way. Thank you. Um, 
I guess it must have been last week because we haven't done a show together this week, I don't think, Ashley. We had previously talked about the reviews for the latest film adaptation of a Florian Zeller play. This one was Mm -hmm. The Sun starring Hugh Jackman. Florian Zeller is back into the news this week as he will write, direct, and co-produce an upcoming series adaptation of not one of his own plays, but the Lehman Trilogy. Uh, yeah. This was originally reported by Variety, and it will, as the play did, weave together nearly two centuries of family history. Uh, the Lehman Trilogy will chart the humble beginnings, outrageous successes, and devastating failures of the financial institution that would ultimately bring the global economy to its knees. I am not understanding how they're going to do this unless it's just like yeah based on the same real life source material but like i think that's gonna be the case yeah yeah because like that play is not easily in its bones transferable to a more realistic medium like film or television Um, i would love it if florian zeller who certainly knows how to adapt things for the screen and kind of maintain some of their essential theatrical weirdness both as Um, a writer and a director for that matter yeah, I, I would love um, to kind of figure out what that is and what that looks like, but I have to imagine this is going to be more historically accurate than theatrically accurate. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to follow a, a linear timeline, uh, you know, as linear as possible here and be and not and have more as than three drama- actors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think so, at least. Hey, you never know. Maybe we'll see no extras or anything. Um, I, I'm curious to see. I, I don't know what to expect like you, but I think he's done a really good job of the, over the past few years in adapting, like you said, his own work um, for the screen, which stage to screen is always a beast to do because you lose all of – you should at least theoretically lose the major stage theatrical components, the – the the largeness of everything to condense it for the screen. That's not really the case with Lehman Trilogy because I think it's really an a really insular and um I guess pulled back show more than anything, at least as far as its acting styles, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's just a it's an interesting choice. I think the story certainly um fits with the trend of real life kind of scandals being adapted to yeah. um, limited series and things like that. Obviously we saw so many of those at the Emmys over the week or on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if you're going to do the Lehman trilogy, if that's going to be the title, I would want it to have to do. I mean, the trilogy it's one has to do with its acts, but then also the fact that there's three actors, like, I don't know. I would kind of want something like that, but I guess we will see. I'm going to break it down into acts like they did for pig. Probably. Yeah. I yeah, hope so. Absolutely. Uh, just remake Pig. I was going to say, just great. do Pig again. <laughs> I'm going to uh, bring up Nick Pig any time as I possibly can. <gasps> Nick Cage in the Lehman trilogy. <laughs> oh, my God. As all three of them. All as three. all three. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, perfect. All right. Last thing in this little section here, uh, as part of Morning Edition on Wednesday, NPR had a report by Jeff London looking back at the last year of Broadway since it came back from the COVID-19 pandemic shutdowns and what it's taken um, to kind of keep going and all of those things. It had been exactly one year since Hamilton returned and obviously Wicked and Lion King and and Chicago and other things mm-hmm. had been in that mix early on as well. But um, it was uh, a, just a little three minute 
segment, as you often hear on Morning Edition. So I'm going to have that in the show notes if you want to check that out um, from there. Real quick, it is getting into busy season on Broadway. So I want to mention a handful of things that are happening um, this weekend. Actually, we've already had the Cost of Living began performances on Tuesday. Uh, Leopoldstadt began performances on Wednesday. Coming up today, Friday... Uh, depending on when you are listening this, um, that would be September 16th, the new gender inclusive, uh, I think is the term we're, they're using, uh, gender inclusive production mm-hmm. of 1776 begins performances at the American ah, yeah. Airlines Theater. Very excited about that one. Um, we'll be interested to see what ends up happening, um, you know, with that one as they're changing. Uh, the leads to John Adams after shortly after opening and all of yeah. that stuff. So excited for that one. Then on Saturday, another show beginning performances will be this upcoming revival of Death of a Salesman. This will begin performances um, at the Hudson Theater, uh, which feels like a really nice um, I'm so excited. home for it. Yeah, yeah like that feels totally. like a really intimate place for it to be. I just here's what I tell you. Sitting mm-hmm. on the in the orchestra of the Hudson is great. Sitting oh, upstairs yeah. Oh, yeah. sucks. Sitting upstairs yeah. is not good. I sat upstairs I mean, for Burn This and it was okay. not great. I feel like that's different. I sat up for Sunday when it opened and Which level? Because I'm talking about like the up upstairs. So I think there's three levels. I'm talking balcony. I feel like I sat in the balcony one of the times okay. I was there because I okay. was there multiple for Shocking. Sunday. Shocking. Yeah, I know, right? Hugely so. Uh, I just think it's a perfect theater. It's so gorgeous. I'm I'm going to see Death of a Salesman on the 7th and it's my first time back in a really long time and I'm that's probably the thing I am most excited. Not even the show because honestly I think Death of a Salesman's kind of overrated but that's my own cross to bear. Uh I'm just excited to go back to the Hudson. My most excited things coming up as far as Broadway shows go is going back to the Hudson for Death of a Salesman and Sweeney Todd's Orchestra. <laughs> like, that's very specific that, that things. Seems, yeah, that seems very you as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, also coming up this weekend will be the final performance of Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway. Um, it'll be wrapping up its run on Sunday, the 18th of September. Um you know, this one's interesting because it it has a kind of a complicated history with a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, in the theater community. I think when it came out, it was much more appreciated than it is now, I think, with a little bit of time and a little bit of changing in the community. Yep. We have seen a different kind of um, approach to it. And mm-hmm. aged um, not so yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It hasn't aged super well. And I don't think that necessarily – you know, reflects poorly on the writers uh, because it was written at a different time and things have kind of just, you know, changed. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it does, but um, it's just interesting how the same people who applauded it when it opened, um, you know, have more issues with the storyline. And I'm not saying those people are being hypocrites or change. I just think like no, no, no. things evolve. Um, and so like, I'm kind of sad that Pascal and Paul, who are writers that I actually love and and really enjoy have lost kind of that 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 cachet in the theater community i don't think they care because they're making so much money in hollywood yeah they're fine (laughs) but it's been it's it's just been kind of an interesting ride i guess um for that It, it as i said though it is closing up at the at the music box on uh, on Sunday, and uh, Gabriel Burns' "Walking with Ghosts" is going to begin, begin performances oh, yeah, yeah. five weeks later on October twenty seventh. 
I think it's a really interesting time, honestly, to be making theater uh, because I think the timeline moves so quickly and people's reactions to things move so quickly now in ways that they didn't used to. So you kind of have to go into a show conscious about you know, overly conscious about what you're making. And I think that's kind of what happened with Dear Evan Hansen is that it was writing maybe for the aughts mentality and not so much totally. the mid teens mentality. And that just all changed incredibly quickly for so, so many reasons, good and bad. Yeah. And I, and I think we've ended up in the right place on Agreed, the Dear Evan Hansen 100%. story. Um, but I don't think that that's necessarily a, 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 indication that what they did was malicious or wrong or anything i just think they no, were i don't think so either you know, whatever well, i think they were naive as most people are. had some blind spots yeah had <laughs> yeah, some blind exactly. spots on it because uh i don't think that that story would have been told the way that it was if it was written today by any means all right back to our feel-good recommendation and we are going back into the woods <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to need a cold shower after this one. <laughs> <Stop>. um, Sarah Bareilles, they with the cast album release, it was first released as part of an uh, Entertainment Weekly exclusive, and now it's on YouTube, which I will link to um, from the official Into the Woods uh, Insta or YouTube account. Sarah Bareilles was performing uh, moments in the woods during the re- uh, re- recording yes. session for the album. Notably, and, my favorite song from Woods. Yeah, I mean, just watching her do it is so fascinating because like obviously she's become a really really incredible actress i've seen her now both in waitress and in this and obviously on girls five eva but like she Mm -hmm. like you kind of forget because she has so ingratiated herself into the theatrical community that like oh yeah yeah, like quickly she's a Uh, legitimate recording star and like she just knows how to work it and kind of like do the acting with it's it's kind of a marvel to watch yeah. uh, there's dips there's yeah. dips where she still ends up where she should be yeah i mean like it's really fantastic there's a there's a moment no pun intended ah. where where she actually says the word moment in a way that i don't think she did when you and i saw it together ashley mm. um so I'll be interested if that's something she's did, if maybe other people see it and say, oh, yeah, I saw her do that on stage. I don't think she did that when when I saw her in the role, um, either at Encores or on Broadway. Um, maybe. But just just magical. Um, and so it's great. really fantastic. And I can't wait to hear the entire thing because it's just her standing behind this wall, like a soundproofing wall. And the rest of the room is just filled with this gigantic orchestra. And it just is so lush and so beautiful. <laughs> perfect. Uh, can't wait for the full album to be released. Even if me and my brother have to wait, <laughs> gotta to wait till 30th. the last day. We all suffer. Yeah. I love when you know, not always, not a hundred percent of the time, but I love when major recording stars slash songwriters are in musicals like this, and we get these videos because, first of all. It's different styles of singing, certainly what she does versus mm-hmm. what theater does. It's just different vowel sounds, like the training of theatrical singing versus. Oh, know, don't get me started. As- <laughs> don't get me started on the conservativization, conservatorification of musical yeah. theater. Jesus. 100%. Oh, my God. I had like a three hour coffee date uh, with a friend who was in town earlier this week where we just lambasted. 
the training of theater versus everything else because we're both like recovering performance people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just watch her stylization and how different it is, but different in the best way. She's so good. Right. I've been a fan of hers for so long. And she's one of those people who obviously considering she's now uh, in musicals and she wouldn't be able to theoretically get away with it if she wasn't but she's one of those performances who does not sound different live than she does on an album i just her favorite album for me is a live album <laughs> like that's yeah. that's a huge step as a performer yeah she's great and and she's not like if you would draw oh, up her. a musical theater voice like it no, wouldn't God, be no. her voice like she, no, no, there, no, no. there are things Certainly where she not now yeah, and she has to get like you know a little breathier in some points in in the Baker's Wife songs. So it's not like mm-hmm. what you would like draw up in a conservatory lab, but it's no, so God effective no. and so good. But love her and can't wait for the album. So. Fifteen days or fourteen when you're listening to this, but who's counting? Apparently, my brother. Uh, yeah, all right, everybody. Definitely your brother. <laughs> Thanks yes. for. Li- I'm so like I cannot tell you like in in terms of my life achievements. Helping to make my brother a musical theater person is one of yeah, my favorite it's achievements. Yeah, pretty great. He is. I love it. Have you met my brother? Did you meet I him? I haven't. No. Okay. So that's going to have to happen eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, all right. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMet. You didn't meet my brother, but you met his girlfriend. That's right. True. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. There you go. Anyway, who are yeah. you and where can people find you? Uh, who knows? But I think you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Go watch that video of Sarah Bareilles and have a great weekend. And we will talk to you on Monday.